You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey y'all, Nadia here, back with another episode of Tigress. And today we're going to talk about, I don't, it's kind of like a long title and it's not going to be the title, but like overall what I'm trying to get across is now is the time that we're redefining what it means to have professional experience. Um, This is something that I get asked a lot. uh, And it's also something that was heavily requested when I asked um, our community what y'all wanted to hear about on Tigris. Um, So I'm super excited to talk about it today. But, you know, I think that, you know, for me, I I started my career when I was 16. Um, I started a nonprofit then, um, hired my first staff when I was 18 um, and, you know, started working more professionally as an author like that year. Um, And I'm now on my third company. And, you know, I think a lot of people hear this and they're like, wow, so successful, you know, like glorified as like a young entrepreneur activist but on the inside I'm like I always feel like I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing and like oh my gosh who put me in charge am I really the person who knows to do this like this is too much pressure we're all gonna fail and it's I just think I'm just gonna crash and burn right like I think I have this internal dialogue that of course is made worse by having borderline personality disorder um but I think at the same time throughout my career both when I started and even today my expertise and my experience is constantly questioned. So when I started my organization at 16, I got a lot of pushback every step of the way over six years of running that nonprofit, regardless of how many millions of dollars we had raised or how much product we had sent out of in those, you know, discussions with donors trying to garner more support or building up programs, getting a lot of pushback of, well, 
how are you going to do that? And are you sure you know how to do that? Well, what's your marketing strategy? Do you think you need to go to get a marketing degree? Um, you know, what, what makes you uniquely positioned to execute on this, right? Like all the, all the kind of questions I had to answer, I feel like I was constantly like, it wasn't in, I honestly, it's sad, but like, it wasn't in my head that I had to prove myself. I think that in many ways now we have a much better understanding of like how capable young people are, especially in business and entrepreneurship settings. But when I was starting in 2014, it wasn't in the same way that it is now. Like I started my organization when most middle schoolers were still using Facebook as their main platform. Mind blowing, right? Now Facebook is like what our grandmas, literally what our grandmas use. But like, I feel like when I was getting started, it's still social media wasn't what it is now. Like we didn't have the ability to see so many young change makers or business people doing their thing. Um, and, you know, I feel like this is something that I think about a lot now because, you know, I spent the last year raising a seed round for August. Um, and there, I think that no, nobody we talked to could really deny the fact that I was ambitious or that I could be organized or that I had experience hiring or anything like that. But I think that there was always a, like a yellow flag where it was like, okay, but you're raising while you're still in college. And, you know, what did you major in? And, you know, why do this now versus get a few years of experience in the profession, the real world, right? Quote unquote, real world. Um, and I think that, you know, now sometimes I give speeches and it's like, I'm brought in as like an expert on Gen Z marketing, or I get asked a lot, like where I learned marketing. Like, I think that's one of the biggest questions I get because I've also been doing like quite a bit of consulting on the side. Um, just trying to, you know, basically take care of like my wandering eye. That's always wanting to learn new projects. So I've been doing like small consulting gigs, especially on TikTok strategy. And I get asked a lot, like what my what my professional and like educational background is in marketing and big secret. Well, not so big a secret because I own it really proudly. I have no degree in marketing. I have no degree in like what business strategy looks like. Um, I graduated with a major in sociology, but I like skipped most of my classes and I know that pisses a lot of people off, but like I wasn't a very good student and sociology like was not immediately connected to what I do now in my life. But I think that, again, I still think we're deconstructing a lot of these things in our society that assume you have to jump through a certain number of hoops to get to this career that you want to be in. Right. And, you know, to be honest, I think that that is very much the case when it comes to careers like being a lawyer or being a doctor where I don't want someone giving me surgery if they haven't spent years and years in residency in learning and hands-on practice and learning from the best and, um, you know, not just watching Grey's Anatomy. Um, but I think that when it comes to careers, whether it be in business or in nonprofits, yes, having maturity is so important, but what it takes to be a digital marketer, honestly, now that we're hiring for it with August, I 10 out of 10 want to hire people who've grown up with social media. Um, and a lot of what I do now in consulting is teaching people who are even older millennials who are trying to understand how to use these platforms. And when they're thinking about making content for their companies, they're thinking about these big marketing strategies that they need to understand. Um, they want to think about how to plan out their communication strategies and calendars several years in advance, or I'm exaggerating, but like several months in advance. But 
in reality, these platforms are so oversaturated with content. The way to win at them is that you need to be creating content on the go and trends are changing every second, you know, like the song that was most trending, you know, five minutes ago is going to be different from what's trending in five minutes. And there's new sounds being introduced constantly. And so, yeah, I, this is something that I've been thinking a lot about a lot. And, um, I got asked about it on, in an interview today, someone asked me like what positions young people to be small business owners. And I was just like, yeah, my honest answer is just that like, the the thing that businesses and campaigns, nonprofits, companies are relying on to raise awareness, to build their brand equity, to reach new audiences is this digital world. Um, I mean, Facebook just rebranded to fucking meta to represent the metaverse and the fact that there is this whole universe that's being built out in like a digital world that is not like here in physical space. And the people who understand this so clearly because we've grown up with it and the idea of spending money on an avatar's different clothes or different shoes is so inherent to like what the understanding we grew up with, right? Versus like, for example, I, I talked about reconnecting with my grandparents for the first time in 15 years um, on a previous episode and, you know, talking to them, trying to under, trying to explain like how an Instagram filter works and like how it can recognize your face and why it would be interesting for strangers to see what I eat for breakfast, uh, you know, in the morning. There are these basic things that to me, because I grew up with it and feel even more natural to middle schoolers today is something that feels like second nature. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm not making this episode to be like, oh, OK, boomer. I'm making this episode to be like, let's really understand that young people who are digitally native are uniquely positioned to build businesses because they could be so scrappy and with it and quick to their feet and ready to market um, much earlier on because it's second nature to us, right? We, I think with August being Gen Z founders um, in my own company, I do think that we are uniquely positioned because when we talk about building marketing strategies, we are not raising money to then hire a research firm to build focus groups of young people to study them as guinea pigs and then develop a strategy on platforms that we're then hiring consultants to teach us how to use, right? We're just like looking around at each other being like, oh, what are your friends talking about? Oh, like this is a holiday or a celebrity that we're obsessed with. This is a sounding tr trend, right? Like, for example, like I, I, um, I, I, ha I titled one of my past podcast episodes, Girl Boss Too Close to the Sun. Um, and for those of you who are on TikTok, like that is common knowledge that that's a trend, right? It's like the trend that's like, uh, uh, I may have Girl Boss Too Close to the Sun, you know? But I had people messaging me being like, hey, is this a reference to Icarus, right? The Greek figure who like was too confident and flew too close to the sun and then died, right? And while it might be, I got that title from a TikTok trend, right? Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save money on your insurance? Of course you would. After all, who wouldn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all of the things in your life, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condo, or renters coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use Geico mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And choosing to switch to Geico becomes an easy choice. Switch to 
today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. This show is part of the pro-democracy podcast coalition. I think most of us agree that in a functioning democracy, the winner should be determined by the voters. Well, that almost didn't happen in 2020. Now extremists are working to intimidate and replace nonpartisan election workers with quote unquote yes men who might reject election results. The only thing that will stop them is us. We partnered with the grassroots pro-democracy organization, Represent Us, to give you the tools you need to protect free and fair elections. Learn more and get involved. Visit represent.us slash pod to learn more. And it's just made me think a lot about how I have spent the last several years and will spend my next 10 years of having to prove myself of I have enough professional experience to know what I am doing. You know, I have enough experience to call myself a marketer. I have enough experience to sit on these stages and be a quote unquote, you know, Gen Z marketing expert. And, you know, I'm not claiming to represent Gen Z in any way. My sisters think I'm a very lame. They would argue that I'm a millennial, but I I was born in 1998. So I'm a millennial or cuspy Gen Zer. And I think that I am starting to get a lot more confidence about like, you know, I want to hire and I want to work with the people who grew up on these platforms and I respect experience. But I think growing up with these platforms and being a digitally native has given us unique experience than ever before. And at the same time, I saw this a lot when I was at my last job as chief brand officer at a Gen Z marketing agency where we were the agency that were being hired by these big companies to go teach them about social media, to teach them about Finstas, because the concept of having an account that only a few friends saw was ridiculous, right? And I think that we really underestimate the power and influence we hold as young people in culture and in entertainment, like even looking out in Times Square right now, I'm in the Podstream studio in New York City, seeing all the ads on the board, seeing how many of the influencers on TikTok are now the faces of these campaigns, right? How rather than a Facebook logo of follow us, it's their handle for Instagram, right? Like there's these small things where you can see it even in Times Square, but also Like, let's talk about the trend of authenticity, like authenticity and community are some of the biggest buzzy words in marketing right now, like marketing in every consumer facing, you know, product. And a lot of it is, you know, we want to be authentic. We want to be about community. Well, those words, I believe personally originate from this idea that we live in a like crazy digital world. And as Gen Zers, other marketers are starting to learn that we have Finstas because we value spaces of being authentic. And we have Finstas because we want to be a little bit more unfiltered and a little bit less polished or a lot less polished. And we love Cardi B because she posts content like it is her Finsta. And we underestimate how much this small action of having Finstas, and I know this because I've been in those boardrooms, how much this action is influencing culture and the way companies and in this capitalist market, how money is being spent around reaching overall populations of people. Like we have incredible influence. We are defining culture. We're defining trends. We are learning from each other. We are unafraid to hold people accountable, even if it's very publicly. And we have a lot of professional experience. 
there are people out there who make a lot of money from content creation, from digital marketing. And we are digital marketers. We have been digital marketers, if we want to give it a term, since a very early age. Think about it. Like I created my Facebook profile when I was nine. Yeah, when I was in fifth grade. And like while when I was starting my Facebook account, like which kind of dates me now, the idea of having a Facebook account for middle schoolers is like so archaic. But like in creating my Facebook account, I'm already developing a personal brand. I'm a personal brand strategist. But as a nine year old, right, I'm thinking about how I want to show up. I'm thinking about in 140 characters in my bio, how I'm going to describe myself. Am I soccer girl 599? Am I at Nadia Komodo? Fun fact, I was at Nadia Teresa for years because my mom said that um, I should hide my social media profile in case I want to get into Harvard. And then like, why should I have my Nadia Okamoto be easily searchable? Well, big whoop, that backfired and now I'm an influencer. But anyways, but like even this term influencer, right? Influencer is not a gatekept thing anymore because like having a social media profile means that you are a nano influencer. Like I, from a marketing standpoint, people are targeting people who have 500 to 1,000 followers as nano-influencers, right? And I kind of laugh thinking about this because I, it is kind of crazy how much we underestimate ourselves as people who grew up with social media profiles. And look, not everyone's going to be a genius marketer. I'm not saying everyone should go into marketing. I'm just saying I think that we are entering a really exciting time in our lives where the world has to change in recognizing that the people who are most uniquely positioned to support and marketing efforts and in the success of companies, entertainment, pop culture, music, anything is, are these young people who are further and further starting to identify as one with the metaverse, right? This digital world in which we, from a very early age, are thinking about how we brand ourselves and how we show up. So all that to say, you know, I feel like this is kind of a theme that I've talked about in Tigris over the last like several weeks is, you know, college or no college, uh, entry level job or no entry level job, mentorship or no mentorship. Um, you know, and I'm a big fan of mentorship, obviously, but I think that there, these are all questions that we should really be asking. And especially for like all my high school, college, recently graduated friends out there who are figuring out what they want to do in the next step of their lives or are figuring out like with fear, like whether or not they have enough experience. I really think we have to take a step and remind ourselves like, we are so incredibly privileged to live in a place where we have access to social media, to a smartphone, where the majority of people at the age of like 10 have a smartphone. That is an incredible privilege. And I think it is up to us to ask ourselves what we're doing with that privilege. And then also recognize that how uniquely positioned and skilled we are at social media and digital marketing, even without calling it digital marketing. So yeah, I know that this is like a rather short episode, but like, I feel like this is the short and sweet thing I have to say is like, acknowledge how well positioned we are, how much privilege we have and how talented you are. And when I've been doing this for the last six years of my life, like people questioning, do I have enough experience? And my, my professional experience might look different from a lot of people. Um, I didn't really make the most of college as I wish I did. Um, I didn't read as many books as I wish I had. I didn't do a soul searching gap year because it was too expensive. You know, um, I didn't work my way up a corporate ladder, but I am a CEO and I have raised venture capital. And that's something that I take very seriously. 
And as much as I have a lot of imposter syndrome, the only way that I'm able to continue doing my job and leading a team in the professional way that I need to is to sometimes take these moments of reminding myself like that I am qualified and it's not in the qualified um, metrics that, you know, past generations have defined qualified. I'm qualified because I am working on platforms like TikTok that I am more positioned to like feel comfortable on. Um, and I think that's a really special thing. Like I am qualified because I am who I am. Um, yeah, I'm my budding tigress, a qualified tigress. Anyways, that's all I wanted to say today. Catch me on another episode of Tigress. I'm Nadia Okamoto, your host. Huge thank you to my team with Tigress and DCP for making this episode possible. And let me know what you think. And I want to hear from you. And I hope you feel every day that you are qualified, more than qualified, more than enough for whatever you're trying to do. Bye. Love you all. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.